Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Jonathan Rubenstein, the CEO of Nuix, a leading provider of investigative analytics and intelligence software. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Hey, Ari. I'm good. Thank you. Jonathan, I'm looking forward to this conversation and honored to be speaking with you. Tell us about your background and your role at Nuix. Look, I think I'm a repeat offender as a CEO of uh, Companies in Transformation. And look, I was super excited by the opportunity at Nuix. Great world-class products, great people, and a compelling purpose. The purpose being a force for good in the world and to try and help our customers get to the truth, get to justice and get there quickly was super excited, uh, exciting for me. We've been on, on two years into a transformation and we, we've been just connecting with our customers, trying to understand their needs, sharpening our products to, to meet and anticipate those needs. And specifically with our legal customers, very excited about our five differentiated offerings that, or, or, or our thoughts around our solutions that link to what we think our legal customers need. And I'll go through those five. We're very focused on being able to provide a full EDRM solution. And we think that's super important, both from being able to provide an end-to-end solution that is efficient, that solves that full end-to-end customer requirements. Data, for us, our data expertise is a big differentiator. Understanding data, being core to everything we do. And again, obviously customers' traditional data needs, but now we're working critically with them with new, large, massive data sets. And we can see that then having to manage those with data privacy and large investigations and AI, et cetera. The third one everyone's talking about is AI. And for ourselves, absolutely critical. But our differentiation, really, we think that Gen AI is table stakes. Everyone needs it. And we will all, we will see many software companies link out to external gen AI platforms. But for ourselves, our, our NLP, where we've actually embedded NLP at the heart of everything we do. So on the left, on the left-hand side in processing, we've injected our NLP really to try and make sure that we understand, we understand and we can promote the, the, the smallest data set, if you want, into our review platforms. Reducing data bloat is critical. That reduces a total cost of, of, of a case, if you want. And then on the right-hand side, being able to understand what the corpus of data is. So in your review platform, being able to understand and say, show me everything that looks like a leasing agreement or an employment contract. And understanding that corpus of data, we think is super valuable. But then also some of the some of the functionality that you can do better with NLP. If you're going to do bulk reduction in your processing, having NLP that understands what that data is and being able to understand the text and the context of the of that of that data is super important. The fourth one from our perspective is deploying our software in the way our customers want us to deploy. So being able to deploy review on-prem is critical. We're seeing a lot of our customers saying whether it be because our customers are behind their firewall or in an air-gapped environment for whatever reason, deploying on-prem is critical. Deploying a cloud SaaS solution also is critical or a cloud on-prem solution. And so we use the same code base 
for our on-prem and our cloud solutions, which means that we think that is, is and our customers are demanding that if you want. And then finally, we bought a, a company called Rampiva and that enterprise orchestration for ourselves is again critical because as we think about our role at being at the center of an organization's enterprise data, we think that the ability to track, to manage, to deploy and actually integrate data sets across multiple applications are, is absolutely critical. And so again, super excited about those five kind of key differentiated solution, uh, differentiations within our legal solution. For what types of matters is Nuix most often used? And Nuix has been used for some of the world's largest and most complex investigations and analytics programs. And over the last 20 years, we've really been helping our customers solve some of their most complex data challenges. And again, they're used across a vast array of data interrogation needs from data privacy to cyber breach to fraud investigations to ECA. And, and these use cases, again, then inform our legal solutions so that we process more, so that we review deeper, and then again, automate faster to get to the answer fast. And the convergence across those means that orchestration becomes key. And so Nuix products integrate with existing technologies to make enterprise-wide data searchable, but also both structured and unstructured data sets. And so just, again, an example of one large government agency recently told us that prior to New York, it was taking them um, six weeks to do a freedom of information request, and now we can do it in 12 hours. So again, speed to us is critical because as the proliferation of data is happening daily, the ability to process and understand and then promote that data to whether it be, as I said, a forensic investigation or a legal review process or data privacy, all of those, again, allow us to, to, to drive those outcomes. Nuix has launched Neo, a unified platform to apply data intelligence across data privacy, fraud investigations, and e-discovery matters. What are the benefits to organizations in this singular approach? Nuix Neo is a unified platform, and previously we had components that we'd assembled together to provide really what was a, a unique and a bespoke solution. But we've realized that creating a platform means that we can repeatedly build intellectual property and IP and, and capability in a platform that solves specifically, repeatedly, a use case. And so, again, our view around NEO is really it allows us to uh, be faster, uh, easier, and smarter in handling repeatable use cases. And so faster, if I go through those three, so faster, again, a unified platform that ingests, processes, contextualized, and analyzes the data and then reviews in a much more streamlined and I guess more efficient manner. So that, and, and that's proving out because simply if you had components that you need to assemble and if your AI is separate to your platform, um, there's both risk, efficiency, and cost, I guess, opportunities there. And so that really, the outcome from a faster perspective means that legal team, same time, and obviously money, but also our efficient processing means that only the most relevant data is served to review. And I guess reducing cost of review and storage means that the total cost of ownership, if you want, uh, reduces. 
easier. Law firms often use a variety of tools from e-discovery to investigations to compliance. And our view is that NEO provides a singular approach. And this supercharged orchestration allows us to reduce the complexity of managing multiple tools. Um, it makes it easier for law firms to integrate across their platform and their existing technology legal stack. And, and I guess this singular approach also then provides consistency in how we handle data across different legal tasks. So, and, and, and our view is consistency is crucial for maintaining accuracy and reliability in legal proceedings but, and investigations. And of course, this also makes cross-functional collaboration across teams easier. And then smarter, our AI in NEO provides uh, analytics and, and, and it's, it's highly tunable. But the one thing that differentiates us from our NLP is our no-code AI model builders. And so this kind of provides legal teams with the ability to tune and control their AI, but, but delivering deep and repeatable insights into their case data. And again, the analytics also provides our legal customers with the ability to identify patterns or assess risk and make more informed decisions really around during legal proceedings. So again, faster, smarter, easier. And then finally, the, the, the legal NEO uh, is pre-configured for common legal workflows. So again, specific to those use cases, which are critical to uh, the legal professions and the industry. How do you uniquely incorporate artificial intelligence into your technology? Our NLP is a cornerstone of our new NEO platform. And when we think about AI, there's a lot of conversation in the industry around Gen AI. And Gen AI to, us, to ourselves is really table stakes. We have no option and you will see all technology players being able to reach out to whether it be ChatGPT or any other third-party application and embed a Gen AI capability. But... What we are super excited about is our NLP, which we have, we acquired a business now almost three years ago, and we've integrated our NLP into, as I mentioned, Neo platform, and we're currently integrating it in our Discover review platform, and that will be in production by the end of our financial year, which is the end of June. And so again, our NLP means that we can use large language models that are trained on your data behind your firewall to specifically and wholly specific to your enterprise. So let's think about, for example, privilege models. If you're training privilege on your, first of all, privilege is different by, by country, by geography, but also by, by organization. So being able to train our AI on your large language model behind your firewall is super critical, but also um, having it fully integrated into our platform. So it's not, you're not having to shift data sets from, a, um, from our platform to another platform back into your platform. And so we think that's super important, both from a cost and an efficiency perspective. And, and then from a design principle perspective, we think explainability and defensibility is critical in the legal industry. And again, enabling professionals to easily show how they got to the answer it's not just simply a black box response. NLP for ourselves is core. We think it's a huge differentiator and we're doing everything really to be able to inject that both in, as I said, on the left-hand side into our processing and on the right-hand side into our review capability. 
How does your team leverage artificial intelligence internally for its day-to-day activities? Look, I think AI is everywhere, and I'm seeing it from risk and compliance. So we've got our own technology to find data to efficiently efficiently manage our own information requests. I'm seeing it in marketing, where you know marketing teams are using Gen AI. I'm seeing it in penetration testing, where we're using pen testing to constantly learn and identify how uh, how bad actors might think about that, and constantly change. It's everywhere. I think that AI is simply a tool that empowers humans to do things faster and better. It, and it, 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 and I'm seeing the manifestation of that everywhere. And it's happened so quickly within, and I think the world is seeing this, within six months, I think almost every function in our organization is being touched by some type of AI uh, capability. As the leader of a global company, how do you simultaneously manage client expectations in terms of the capabilities of advanced technology and also ensure compliance with internal policies associated with its usage? Managing client expectation is absolutely crucial. And I guess the way we do that is just, I think from a cultural perspective, it's about open and honest conversations about our understanding of advanced technologies and how we use them and articulating the benefits and potential outcomes, but also being realistic. It's very easy to sell the future, which is in five years, this is happening. But I think the reality is setting realistic expectations and really being very clear around how that technology aligns with our company's commitment to being a force for good. And by the way, being a force for good, which is which is our purpose, our purpose statement is, being a force for good by finding truth in the digital world. That positive affirmation becomes part of our DNA. That overall purpose statement means that everything we do, we assess who we sell to in a very um, structured and defined way. So we look at, many companies look at simply high-risk countries. Is it a red or amber or green? And if it's red, we can't sell. We look at country, company, and use case. So you could have a good country, a good company, but a bad use case, and we will not sell. Simultaneously, in compliance with internal policies is just a non-negotiable. It means that we have to safeguard our client data, we have to maintain the highest ethical standards, and we have to adhere to, it's just, that's not optional. And um, again, uh, having a, embedding that in our company DNA, being a force for good, again, doesn't mean that we just simply comply. It means that we actually think about the outcomes of what we do and then how it affects our customers, our, the society. And actually, that positive affirmation, from my perspective, puts a, a, a hurdle and a level of, of kind of commitment to doing good and is, in fact, why many people have joined NUX. And certainly one of the reasons why I've joined Nukes. And then again, particularly to our customer base, ethical AI is paramount importance. Um, given the sensitivity of the organizations that we serve and the role that we play in society, government institutions where we've developed our own AI principles, which get, govern everything from the development of our, of our AI to the internal and external use of it by customers and our people alike. As the legal industry enters its second full year exposed to generative AI, what do you expect to see in terms of the array of applications? AI integration is absolutely, I think, first of all, we're seeing the integration of AI accelerate, and it's, it itself will accelerate legal review. But I think it's the onus on us to ensure that 
our need for speed is not at the cost for our need for accuracy, integrity, and defensibility. So I think that we're seeing that change. And and so we have to ensure that AI makes legal tech more and not less inclusive. And, and that you don't need coders to be able to use the technology to serve your business purpose. And so again, uh, we have a no-code AI base. That means that dictionaries can use our AI. Uh, and then finally, we've got to ensure and embrace what is the magical benefits of AI, but that, that doesn't create a black box where the process uh, and the data are not traceable, uh, transparent, and ultimately defensible in uh, the court of law. And so as we mature in using AI in our legal tech, and AI becomes really a stand within the legal industry, um, I expect that the, the demands for ethical, defensible AI will absolutely grow. What are the company's plans for Legal Week 2024? We, we, we're super excited to be back at Legal Week 2024. This is my first Legal Week, so I'm really excited to connect with many of our customers, uh, with as many of our customers as possible. And, and so we've had a, a couple of years of hiatus, if you want, as, we've been, as I've been really focused on the business transformation. And we've spent a lot of time and intimate time with our customers trying to understand their pain points uh, and the potential for Newark to look at and, and solve some of those pain points. But this year we're back in force. We have exciting things planned. Um, we're showcasing some of our latest developments in Newark Discover. We're going to share a sneak peek of our Newark legal uh, solution. We have a, a couple of executive dinners that we are hosting, one with yourself, where we'll create a forum really for thoughtful and open discussion with some of our customers and prospects. We do have a booth. I think it's at 1604, 1604, and I'll be there also to host some meetings. So let's chat. How do you see e-discovery evolving? Number one, cloud solutions are the next big thing. We are absolutely seeing an enduring appetite from our customers that want both cloud solutions, but also want on-prem solutions. And I've discussed uh, organizational approach really there is to use the same code base, but allowing the deployment, having the our customers having deployment of uh, deployment their way. And we think that's critical. I think we're seeing, and we'll continue to see increased use of AI, predictive coding, concept clustering, and advanced analytics, which are increasingly employed really to enhance efficiency of document review, but really this reduces time and cost, obviously, associated with e-discovery. We'll see more cloud-based e-discovery, again, greater flexibility around that. We're seeing certainly more focus on data privacy regulation, such as GDPR, obviously, but other legislation happening globally, and therefore secure and privacy-aware e-discovery processes are becoming a priority. Remote work is here to stay, I think. So remote e-discovery capabilities are becoming more crucial. And then again, as I think continuous regulatory updates mean that e-discovery practices and tools must continue to adapt to these changes. And so I guess keeping our customers compliant with changes in law and regulation. So those are at the top of my head, the top five or six key ones.
This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Jonathan Rubenstein, the CEO of Nuix, a leading provider of investigative analytics and intelligence software. Jonathan, thanks so very much. It's been a privilege. Thanks, Ari. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.